Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a leader in bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensel player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Everyone, how are we all? Uh, this is the Braddy and Coke Show, the post-match show that's brought to you by the Autonome Better Podcast. I'm Smarty, and I'm joined by the wonderful Gilly and the even more little fantastic Daniel from the Not Another Leeds Podcast. How are you both this morning, gentlemen? Have you got the coffees the, at the ready? Are you raring to go? The little fantastic Daniel, did you say? The little fantastic. <laughs> I'll have you wonderful. know, I'm actually average. I am not little. I'm uh, perfectly average. In what Tall year? Dwarf. Compared to hobbits, I'm average. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Compared to his colleagues, he's uh, he's, a, he's a giant. Some would say. Um, yeah. You both well. Amazing. Bloody hell! Yeah, I'm very good. Yeah, I'm going to just reciprocate the uh, the silent nod that you gave me on Friday. <laughs> to be fair, I was waiting for Gilly. To say, I was actually looking at him thinking, is he going to speak? Is he going to speak? Shall I go? Because I thought as, as soon as I speak, then we'll both end up speaking at the same time. I'm very well, thanks. Um, even better after a wonderful win at Ellen Road yesterday. Um, I know, obviously, you went, Matthew. Uh, Danny, did you did you tune in? Did I did, mate, yeah. But I, I, had to, I had to stop watching uh, 10 minutes from then because I had to go out. But, um, yeah, it's a good win, wasn't it, really? A bit, it should have been dead in the first 20 minutes for me, but... We were a good win in the end. You could say routine at this point. You'd like to think so. I, I've, I said um, at the start um, to, to a few of the guys that it, this had a potential banana skin because their um, away record is absolutely terrible. Our home record is fantastic and we are leads. So anything can happen. Um, and in the first 20 minutes, I thought they did all right. They, they contained us quite well. Um, what are your thoughts on the game, Gilly? Uh, any highlights particularly for you? Um. 
Well, yeah, a few. Um, I think just to touch on what Danny just said, uh, I don't know if you've had a, a, an opportunity to see Liam Richardson's comments after the game. Um, uh, he's their gaffer. Um, he spoke about how they took the game to us um, and oh, how man. it was a poor decision that turned the game on its head um, uh, and, and that the onus was with them. Um, I think that's a load of shit. Uh, I think that we dominated the game from start to finish. I think it was really easy. Um, as some people have said it was boring. It was so easy. Um, I don't feel that there was any jeopardy in the game, which I think is where that, that term boring. I, I, my response to that was, well, I'd take boring 3-0 wins from now till end of the season. No problem. Um, uh, and I think it was that, that lack of jeopardy. Uh, I was sat in... Uh, a, a horrendous area of the ground that I will not look to be going back to. Name it, name it. Uh, northeast upper, have to sit down. Uh, not a lot of chanting going on. Um, it was just, uh, yeah. I, we we won't we won't be choosing to come back. We were devastated. We don't like to sit down when we're at football, um, and I think that that was that was part of it. But uh, yeah, no, always round. Um, it was it was efficient um, and. That's that. Is that not what we're looking for? We want them. We want them to be yeah. better than the opposition. We want them to do really well, and they did. Yeah. Were you, um, Danny? Were you keeping your eyes on the scores elsewhere? I was. Yeah. Uh, I even messaged some of my dog bothering friends and said, "You, you know, have friends on. that are dog botherers." <gasps> well, you need to choose your. Uh, I guess where no. Careful. I guess where you live. You, you He's know, from Merfield, and he's it's I'm on the border. Yeah, it's I'm the, the bothering border. sort of border. It's... The bothering border. There you go. It's it's more <laughs> of a survival technique. Um, you know, because when I need stuff like food, I need to you know be nice to them. So, uh, but I don't eat kibble. You know what I mean? I don't eat dog food. But do you know what dog dogs call uh, dog food? Food. Nothing because I can't speak English. I just got rough. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> um, all the facts on the Arsenal Best Podcast. English. Can't speak English. They can speak Spanish and Italian quite fluently, apparently. But English is a bit of a challenge. Are you, are you telling me you've not seen a dog go like that? I see it all the time. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah. Well, I was looking at the scores and I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh, they were two 0 up at half time, and I was like. I'm, I'm, this today about this is it. This is it. We're going to go second, and then full time happened. Uh, the, the less said, the better. Yeah, the <laughs> shit good. out. Um, I don't know if you guys saw. I think we briefly covered it um, when when we were on your podcast on on Friday, Danny. Did you see the supercomputer predictions for this weekend? <laughs> yeah. All the top four were supposed to lose, and obviously the only ones that did were Ipswich. Uh, we'll obviously come back to our game a little bit. You know, uh, I think they drew, didn't but, they? They they did draw with West Brom, which is a, a cracking result all round, really, because it keeps them away from the door. I think we're are we eleven or twelve points above West Brom now, and, yep. uh, and I think we're safely in front of Ipswich. I can't see them really challenging anymore. I think they're just going to be it's just going to be a steady decline for the rest of the season. Don't know what your your two thoughts are, but I think Ipswich. you know, given their current form, yeah, Ipswich. I think their current I think form. They're jammy. I think they're so jammy. I mean, he, that Hutchinson because I watched that game and. It was just a a good strike, to be fair, but it went through like three or four bodies, and that Kippery on the line just sort of fell over. I just think they're so lucky; they just won't go away, like the herpes of the championship. Yes, <laughs> forever, forever stained. Um, I did appreciate actually before I before I set off for for Ellen Road yesterday. I I, I had a bit of the Ipswich game on, 
Um, and they were a side that were on top. So for the first 18 minutes or so, they were well on top. And then the goal went the other way. And I, I just I really enjoyed that. That was nice. Uh, because it's felt like a lot of things have gone their way this season. So uh, mm-hmm. if the tide of yeah. that has, has turned, then 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 all well and good. Um, I think one of the highlights of the day was the halftime chant when that scoreline came up. Uh, halftime chant. Halftime celebration in the stands. Um, yes. When 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 the uh, when the score line was put up on the uh, on on the big screen, um, I think overall, I, I it was still a bit frustrating for me. Um, I think the the Willie Willie goes down so easy, but the one where he went into the box and was being challenged, behave yourself. Sorry, I'm being It's too early for that. Sunday Danny. morning. <laughs> it's a family show. Um, he, he, he cut in, he, he beat his man Orlando, uh, his man fouled him, the foul continued into the box, uh, and nothing was given at all, um, it, which um, was shite. Uh, and yet, they're in the same position, or the same area of the pitch, just outside the box, uh, on either side, just in front of the cop, uh, their, their man fell over twice and, and was given, with no touch at all on them and, and got the free kick. So you're thinking, well, that is just shite. Um, the real, real highlight for me, though, uh, is Chief Shithouse, Lord Chief Bamford. Um, yes. And, and his funky chicken celebrations with his... Because I I, I, uh, I reject wholeheartedly the fact that um, he handballed that. He came off his chest and that celebration was him doing the funky chicken. He wasn't showing that he was doing the people's elbow or anything like that. I, he wouldn't do something like that. No, not an outstanding yes, sort of celebration um, to accompany an outstanding goal, might I say. Um, what a finish. I, I genuinely did think it came off his chest. I mean, it probably didn't. Um, I, I like the shithousing from. I like the shithousing from the club as well when they tweeted. Uh, I think is it something like they're they're all on target or when they're on target or something like that. They all count or something. Yeah. They, they all count. Yeah, I thought that were pretty clever. Um, what I was gonna say is, since I mean, I think hold on, Mister Dodo has said it in the comments. Ipswich haven't been the same since we spanked them four 0 back in December. And when you actually really look nice. at their, I mean, this isn't obviously an Ipswich podcast; it's a Leeds United podcast. But we beat them four 0 they drew with Leicester, they drew with QPR, they drew with Stoke, um, they lost, sorry, no, they beat Sunderland, to be fair, they drew again with Leicester, they lost to Preston, and they've drawn with West Brom. Their form has gone to rat shit. Confidence is massive in this league, as we've seen it, and we've been experienced it, obviously, quite a few times, but when we're on such a good run, and Saints are on such a good run, and Leicester are on such a good run, it's going to be bloody close coming towards the end of the season now. We're just kind of, yeah. we, when we play Leicester and Southampton again, we've really, really got to make these games count. But that last game of the season, that last game, it's, it's building it for it, isn't it? It really is building up. for it. Massive. It really, really is setting itself up. Um, Joe Rodon, 30th start for Leeds, securing the 20th victory in those matches. He becomes the first central defender in Leeds history to achieve this milestone. Do you reckon to that then? He's a star. The, the, I love him. The big... The big uh, sacks of cash from Cine, drop it at Levy's door. Give it to give it for Rodon. I don't care. We need we want him. We need him. Everybody loves him. He's a great player. Welsh part of the one of the bricks in the Welsh wall we have, and get him signed up for me. I think that's fair and sane. I think. Yes. Yeah. I think um, 
I think the Sinistera money will come, will come in nicely. I mean, it obviously it helps us out in the championship. Shouldn't we not go? Uh, should we not go up next season? But it's all fitting together quite nicely. Forty-five million pounds for two biscuits, which uh, keep crumbling, <laughs> and we've you know happy happy days. I think um, there, there's been a quite a. a I won't say a debate, but obviously you're either a Ben White fan or a Joe Rodon fan in this argument. But you know, if you were to choose one at this point in time, Ben White or Joe Rodon, lads. Ben White. Yeah, I think that's a really. I don't, good I don't think that's a debate. Yeah, he's, no, he's so much better because if you look at what he's done since going to a top six side, and look at what Joe Rodon did having gone to a top six side. Now, I think that might have been a bit too early in his career. And Ben White stayed at uh, Brighton for another season and, and, and built. The step from Swansea to Spurs is massive. And mm-hmm. Ben White had the opportunity to for Bielsa. Um, he had a, a situation where he he, um, he graduated that step up because he was in the Premier League and then he went to Arsenal under a big deal. So I think the expectation might have been slightly different. Um, but I think as as players... I think I think Ben White's probably the best centre back we've had since we first got relegated from Premier League. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I just I, thought I'd ask you a question because it, it seems yeah. to be quite a hot topic on uh, on the social stratosphere, as they say. So I, I think Ben White's you. got better passing as well. You know, I think just the, his diags to out to the wings that like he used to just spray about, and I just don't think Rodon's got that. You know, to, for now, but I, I think yeah. Ben I don't White, think yeah. Ben White should be allowed. By the way, I don't think he should be allowed. <laughs> the, the, the fake bake, the shit hair, that you know, he's all that is not the way that a centre back should bake. behave. It's just not how a centre back should behave. We shouldn't be having any of that at all. Uh, so Joe Rodon suits being a centre back. Joe Rodon suits being a centre back better. Yeah. I but, think they're slowly um, as, as a footballer. I think he's great. slowly turning into a, a character from Cyberpunk. I think he's been white. Just for the, way, <laughs> the, way st- the stuff that he wears and the piercings that he's getting in his tattoos. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's he fell off appearance-wise. <laughs> he's like pro clubs player now, isn't he? <laughs> it's like someone's <laughs> just created him on the pro clubs. That's it. Uh, and one other question is, uh, does Joe Rodon ever score that volley that Ben White's got for us? Do, do you know? I don't know. It's, it'll be just Rodon's luck that he does that. You know, like Ben White's, that's the only goal he scored that season, isn't it? And yeah. scores a, a volley straight away. I think Rodon's going to wear an overhead double scissor kick flip, land in the splits. End of the I think he'd break his back or his neck if he tried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I he's got to score a thunder bastard or a big boosh header. He, you know, <laughs> but he, he, need, he just needs to get into goals. I'd like to see. I'd like to see him score. I, I was kind of hoping uh, Archie Gray would have buried his chance as well last uh, yesterday. I, 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 was, I, was like, oh! I think my heart nearly stopped. I thought if he scores, yeah. um, but no, cracking cracking performs. I do think Ben White, like you say, is probably a better technic uh, technically better. Um, but you like you say, Rodon is just an absolute machine, and, and partnered with with uh, Ampadu as well. They're just absolutely solid. I really, really can't see Strike getting back into the team as it is. Especially with how well Gruev's playing, we've got Kamara. Roberts did well when he came on yesterday. It was nice to see um, Gray push up into the centre of midfield. It all just seems to be nicely ticking along now. And these players that we've got, which are obviously quite interchangeable, it's just like a it's just like a glove that fits so perfectly. And I just hope to God that we just keep up to it and just keep putting the pressure on the top two because it's in our hands now, isn't it? We just got to kind of hope that. 
Southampton. It's not in our hands. Slip up. No, it's not in our hands. I think. No, it, the I four, think our form is in our hands. Hundred percent. Oh, see hands. what you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, Saints have got a game in Andover as and a point ahead, aren't they? So it's not it's in our hands. Top. But all we can do is keep. Yeah, but uh, uh, it would have been in our hands to be able to get in front of Southampton if the dog botherers had have uh, finished off the job that they started yesterday. Yes. Uh, because we do need to play against them, but there's there's four points to overhaul rather than three. So, um, yeah, I, I think I, I, have you ever had an opportunity to see any or hear any of Parker's comments after the game yesterday? I've not, I've not, no. I'll read some I out. Usually do, I, I usually do yeah. it on a Sunday morning, but obviously because we've come straight on here, I've not, I've not, I've not even seen any highlights. I was kind of looking for. I've seen a few bits on Twitter, um, especially Somerville's Penenka uh, penalty, which was just absolutely sublime. That's probably <laughs> one of the best punches so, I've ever seen. Do you because know what? I can, can I just say before? Go on, go on. Just, just yeah. I absolutely wanted Bamford to take that. I don't know why. Don't know why. I just did. Just thought, <laughs> let Paddy take it, please. <laughs> you know, I don't, I I don't know why. I've had a complete no U-turn because I think he's limited to what he can bring. But I, I, I'm finding myself falling in love with Patrick Bamford again a little bit. And <laughs> I know, I know. The thing is, before Ben's the one that we've really got to turn. Before, before, before he went to shit. I was a massive Bamford fan, but since the Premier League, it's kind of discoloured it a little bit. Obviously, as, as it would do because he was so poor. But I don't know if you guys have listened to the Joe Wilkinson podcast that he, he, my mate's a footballer. It's opened my eyes a lot, actually. And when you get that kind of personal accounts on a, on a lot of the performances and, and the situations that he were in and, and his circumstances, you kind of you think, oh. We're, we were being a bit harsh. You can't really be a bit more or less harsh on his performances because they weren't up to it. And as a club, we failed by you know helping him along or, or getting back up to alleviate his position and get someone else in, or maybe even bringing fucking what's his name one in cup, fucking Rodrigo and getting him injured. The fucking silly young sod. <laughs> but anyway, but no, I've, I've I've digressed slightly. There's an old room. a bit of a tangent. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, it's great to see Patrick Bamford playing football and looking like he's enjoying himself again. But anyway, please carry on, Matthew, as you were. Yeah, it's, I was just going to comment on the Penenka point that you made because of where I was sat in northeast upper. I was looking down on the goal. Genuinely looked like he'd missed it. It looked like he'd taken the piss, but it had just gone over rather than just gone right. under because of the angle that I was watching it from. Um, and I was like, oh, no, no, you can't do that because if you take that sort of penalty and you don't score it, then you look a complete knob. Oh, yeah. um, I think the there's been quite a lot of re- reaction to it and some of that reaction is not positive. I think if you do score that penalty, it's fine. I, I don't think there's an issue with sportsmanship or anything like that. Um, it's all a, a, a game between the keeper and the taker. And I... I you know, if if you get your keeper to dive because they, it looks like you're going bottom corner, so they're diving to try and get there. Well, then you've done your job. Um, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't really see an issue with it. But um, oh, yeah, on to Farkas comments. I, I think these are just perfect, and <laughs> this is another bit of nice shit housing, but shit housing nonetheless. It could have been a tennis score with the chances we created, but you have to respect Rotherham for fighting until the end. They never gave up and they had a few set pieces in the final 10 minutes, so we're happy with the 3-0. If Patrick's goal was a handball, then it probably should not have stood, but these things do even themselves out over the course of a season. It can sometimes be more important if it was a match-winning goal, but today we created so many chances and scored more goals, I don't think it would have made a difference to the results if it had been disallowed. 
I was happy with the manner in which we scored and created the chances and we could have scored more. But it's important that we also came back to the dressing room with a clean sheet. Sometimes when you have this level of dominance, you can get carried away and lose your discipline. And we didn't at any point today. Absolutely nailed it. I, I said yeah, something similar um, when, when we're in the stands and, and it went in. It, there were people saying, oh, it's come off his arms. It doesn't matter whether it comes off his chuffing tits. It, it, <laughs> we were going to absolutely batter them anyway. You know, rightfully, you know, we, we were going to batter them. You could see it. They were just they were just shocking. And I know that their fans are turning on their uh, manager already. You know, well, it's... it's Fuck their fans. Uh, they didn't even show up. I know. It was such Apparently a, they were a performance. No, they, they say they were a boycott. I'm not having any of that fans at all. From the fans. Well, that's what I've seen on online, but you know how the online ether is. <laughs> no, do you remember the fallout around the reciprocal pricing and the fact that they refused to pay our pricing and all of that sort of shit? I, 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 right. um, I'm not having any of it. I, I think they, it's they, a they constant battle with dickheads on Twitter with the reciprocal pricing thing. I, I just find it really, really funny that they feel like they've been so hard done to when really it's their chairman or their board that are trying to yeah. line their own pockets. You know, mm-hmm. And some of them are quite open down. about it. That that would have cost yeah. us three and a half thousand pounds if we'd have done that. Fine, yeah. but their fans are still going. So I can't believe that Leeds are doing that. No, no, <laughs> your board of yeah. your club have prioritised the earnings for the home game at your side over the price that you're going to pay at our side. That's it. There's, there's, there's no other. Teach people what reciprocal means. <laughs> yeah, that's. Reciprocity is not well understood in the football fan base. No, it's not. People think you've been <laughs> like conjuring some sort of spell right down that neck of wood, <laughs> isn't it? They obviously oh, rich, haven't rich. seen Line of Duty, that's the problem. If you've seen Line of Duty, you understand reciprocity. Absolutely. Yeah. It's surprising how many fans or how many how many teams there are out there that haven't had the uh, reciprocal pricing that seem to kick off and want to blame Leeds and this and other. And says, well, it was there, it was offered to everyone. You know, read up on it. Get educated, please. Um, Danny, have you got any uh, man of the match for yesterday? Who's your man of the match from yesterday? The, it's easy for me to go with Rutter Somerville, but I, 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 I kind of want to give it to Nonto because I just feel like his attitude's so much better and his defensive work was really impressive. He was actually helping out uh, Archie Gray, right back, yeah. Um, but, you know, he started... You could give it, give it to the front five, I would. Do you know what I mean? But I think, I, for me personally, I think the Monto, it's so easy to go some old Rutter because they had exceptional games. But I just think, not just because the Nonto's game looks really so much better, I think. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see him forming well now. It's going to be it's going to be a struggle for anyone to try and knock it. I mean, I don't know where you are with the with the Dan James thing. Does Dan James come back in over Nonto at the minute? With how well, I mean, obviously, given how well James were playing beforehand... But obviously, well, Nonto's playing currently. That's going to be a bit of a tough decision for for Fark. Mm, yeah, does he come back in? Um, I don't think anybody comes straight back in. I think all of them need to play their way back into it. Um, form's going to dip at some point. Um, you hope it's only going to be one or two individuals when it does. And when we do, I think we can be confident that we've got the squad that can that can deal with that. Now we've got Gray that can go at right back, but we've got a right back to come in. Um, we've got we've got two centre backs that are performing admirably at the moment. Um, so when somebody comes back, um, it, they're not going to oust them. I think it's just a case of they've got to turn up constantly and put it in constantly in training so that they are ready when the opportunity comes. Because there's going to be bookings, there's going to be injuries. 
Uh, you know, it, it, there's still a lot of football to be played. We're, we're still early in February. Um, so there's going to be opportunities for other people to come in, but I don't think anybody comes back in just because they're available at all. I think it's not like obviously it's circumstantial in it, but to think that even if James uh, was to be benched, which is more likely going to be the case, to imagine being Rotherham and having looking over to the side and seeing Dan James just warming up <laughs> in the 80th or 70th minute, imagine being there right back. Or left back, should I, should I say? Just thinking, oh Christ, bury me now. It doesn't matter who you play for. You see Dan James warming up and about to come on pitch. You, you, your life's about to be a lot. Especially harder. after 70, 75 minutes, you're thinking, fucking hell, I'm knackered. <laughs> then he's coming he's on. Absolutely ruin us, this guy. Um, I do have a picture uh, of the Bamford's goal. By the way, I don't know if you guys are interested in seeing it. Go, on. shoot. <laughs> oh wow, it's nice, though, isn't it? Yeah. I never realised before just how much um, Johansson looked like Shilton. Yeah. That's a surprise to me. It's uncanny, some would say. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to fly through some of these comments that have been started. Um, so for the audio listeners, these are the comments on the, which we've started throughout the show. Matt Leeds says, Hey guys, great win. We have the player with the world's greatest elbow. The people's Teflon, elbow. Yeah. Teflon elbow. Joe um, and Jay would appreciate the people's elbow, I think. Wasn't well, that the oh, rock? Yeah. That had the people's elbow. Yes, yes, I think it was. Is that that's about the extent of my um, greased up men? It was uh, sliding all over each other. Both. Just to annoy the both, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin who did the people's elbow. Just to was annoy it? people out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, well, there you go. You're educated. I, I've not watched wrestling since I was a child. I I that's... once rang up. Um, uh, I I had a house party going, and I was pissed. And um, I rang the helpline and offered out that stone cold sober guy. Right. <laughs> How old were you? Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that stone cold sober guy? I'll have him. Bring him to Dewsbury. He's all mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll knock him back to US and A. Uh, Philip Anderson says Philip. Uh, sorry, Bamford. I'm not going to call him what you called Ooh. him on, uh, on on Friday, uh, Daniel. <laughs> Bamford definitely celebrated with his elbow. It was so funny. Yeah, I think that alludes to, obviously, the chicken dance that you were doing earlier, Gilly. <laughs> uh, Mr. Dodo, Patrick Bamfordonna and his hand of Jod. Jod? Oh, is that supposed to be God? <laughs> is that a typo? I think it might be. I'm not even going to... Acom Tony, 1919. I hope lads, Germany watching along with the rest of the world. Absolutely buzzing. Yeah, definitely, mate. I think um, it's always a better Sunday morning if we played on the Saturday, innit? You know, and we've we've walked away with three points. Absolutely sound. Philip Anderson says, just so good about the Southampton result at the end. Uh, was in second position in the championship. I know. I couldn't believe it. There were, there were like a pockets of people like celebrating stuff like that. Town or two and up or, you know, they're, they're winning again. I think they got it to 3-2, didn't they? And then they ended up losing 5-3, the useless sods. But it's, it's bloody great. Gail, have we not have we not heard Ipswich goal difference compared to us, Southampton and Leicester? I think they're on like 15, aren't they? I think uh, they are. They're on 15 and we're on 29 now. Yeah, their goals, con- their goals conceded is really bad. I mean, they've always had to keep scoring more than the opportunity. Look at us when we beat them 4-3. They had yeah. to come back, didn't they? Yeah. They've always had to come come back to win your two ones, three twos. So, I, I think that 
it, I think it's just like I said before Christmas. I can't see him sustaining that sort of form, and now we're seeing like that come to fruition. Uh, one winning nine is not, you know what I mean? They've, I think they're just running out of steam, and I'm hoping Touchwood that Southampton do the same. Hmm. I can't see that one. Southampton no, but they, are a bit of a that Rothwell scored two great goals yesterday for them, and then they got an own goal, which by Tom Lees of all people. Um, just sort of came. It just looked like he tore poked into their bottom left. Uh, but I think other than that, they dropped the drop. Up, uh, they dropped two points there. If that don't go in, cause I think you know we're quite fortunate. But that's the look at us yesterday with Bamford's goal. So. Yeah, but sometimes you have to make your own luck, aren't you? You know, we've been Obviously, very, very yeah. unfortunate in a lot of games, and you know, like you've said, you know, Ipswich have been very fortunate in a lot of their goals and a lot of their games that they've played in. And sometimes, you know, luck does, does go your way and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, we've been absolutely done over a few times. I mean, look at bloody Premier League and how many chuffing goals we had chalked off and then they changed the frigging rules of VAR and all sorts of stuff. You know, it's, that's, that's, that's just yeah. us, isn't it? You know, that's just, you know, it's just Pat Bamford's happens, uh, offside where his hand was offside. Oh, against Palace. Well, now his hand has had some payback. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> Quite not Roof-esque, well, wasn't it? it? It can't have been offside if oh, you can't yeah. score with it. So that's allowed then, surely. That's the point, isn't it? <laughs> I'd not it's thought like, of that. The first game back in the Premier League against Liverpool, it came off Cox's leg and hit his arm. Bang, penalty. Yep. And then about yeah, three yeah. weeks later, they, cha- they, changed, the they rule. changed the rule. And then you've got the Harry Kane wiping out Melier. Uh, sorry, the Spurs wiping out Melier Kane goal. It's just it's so inconsistent, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. This is what I mean. Like, that's the, that was that during my um, the, the most hated Leeds time i suppose in the last few last few years just like nothing goes our way we get no luck whatsoever and we constantly get dicked by stupid decisions and and shit refereeing it's just did we go like a year without a penalty or something oh it was much longer than that wasn't it 53 games i think it was wow um in my recent memory it's a shame we don't have stats on you could probably confirm but I'm, i'm pretty certain it was about 53 games in a row that we'd not had a penalty for. Anyway, Mr. Dodo, Gray scores the winner to get us to autos on the last day at Ellen Road, that place. Oh, imagine. <laughs> imagine. Shirt off, wheeling it around. Ah. <laughs> the scenes. We can only scenes. hope, can't we? Absolute scenes. He's back again. He's, he's had his Weetabix this morning. What is technically <laughs> better, but a bit soft, whereas Roden is hard, the Welsh grizzled bastard. I think I agree, actually. Yeah. I think I, I agree. But like you've said already, Gilly, you know, Rodon's a proper centre-back in it, whereas you look at Ben White, he's more technical. He's a bit of a hybrid. He likes to carry the ball forward. As does Rodon. As does Rodon, yeah. Yeah, but you can't ever imagine Rodon having a diamond stud earring. You know, no. It's that kind of thing. And a fake beard. Yeah, and a, a fake dangly bit. one as well. A dangly one. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around with a sarong and a handbag like Everton players. That's <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Calvert-Lewin. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, another one as well. We were midfielder as well that we're... Just the dressing. Just I imagine. I can. I can imagine you in a sarong. You know. Oh, Tom Davis. Tom Davis. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, I don't Davis. get me wrong. I think I'd rock it if I did it, but I'm not going to ah, choose yeah. to do it because I would have sent it back. You know, it, it's not allowed. It's just not is the image you want, is it? You don't want to portray <laughs> that. Maybe if. Maybe if. Uh, no, I'm actually a bit. Anyway, no. We'll, we'll leave that as is. <laughs> moving on. Uh, can uh, I just ask you a question, by the way? Yeah. How fucking old must Lee Peltier be? It feels oh, he's... like it was twenty years since he played for us. I'm f- a long time the... ago. <laughs> I'm f- fully under the fact, the feeling that he has like some sort of special potions and it's sold his soul to some particular <laughs> thing. And he, when he gets home, he just he just drinks it all down. And he just, it's like uh, that film with Bruce Willis, isn't it? He just keeps getting younger. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> he's still going. Keeps getting younger. Isn't that, Does he mean um, Benjamin? Is that Benjamin Button? Yeah. No. No. Because whatever, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. Man. Too, it's, too, it's too early. It's Maybe too it's early. something you can pitch to the people over in the US and A for a new film. There you go. Um, um, he's thirty-seven. He feels like he should be forty-seven. He's been playing that long. He's thirty-seven. He's still well. Fair play to him if he's still doing that. I mean, obviously, he. he I can't remember which player he took out. What it's Somerville? He went through the back of him. Nonto, no. No, that was. I can't remember. He went through back of someone like it would have been. It would have been strong. Snowy says this was always going to be the run we needed to take advantage of. Now we need to make the most of our home and uh, home form and beat the big boys. Hundred percent. We just got to keep doing what we <laughs> keep doing and keep Ellen Road a fortress. Um, do you reckon we'll go unbeaten all season? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice, yeah, to get the... I mean, do you know what? Unbeaten to this point and people are calling it boring. <laughs> do you know it's Yeah, it's such a luxury, isn't it, to call it, call it boring. Um, but it there's really still people is. not convinced by Fark and there's still people out there that aren't convinced by him, which is... It, it's mental. ...beyond crazy. Uh, we're better off at this point in our promotion season, points-wise. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Albeit it's a bit of a freak of a season, this season. But it, here's a question for you, right? Uh, where does Bielsa get us with this squad? It's totally hypothetical. We Champions really League. Mm. Mm. <laughs> just seen it compared on Twitter, and I'm just like, you can't compare the two because there's the, the, there's so many different variables. Though, do you know what I mean? The like, thing is, right? For, for me, Bielsa Bielsa swashbuckling football was absolutely fantastic, and it used to get your blood pumping. But at the same time, you used to be shitting yourself because we always used to concede quite a lot of goals as well. Whereas mm-hmm. this, defensively, this team is hell of a lot better. So, yeah, but the goals would be absolutely r- just raining in under Bielsa. I agree. <laughs> I, I I agree. Yeah, it'd be it'd be brilliant. Um, this, as long as we want eight, seven, different. We'll right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They do two completely different bloody managers, though, aren't they? We're never going to get mean, like, like Bielsa. Yeah. Me you know, personally, it's... I don't think you can. You, I don't think you can make that comparison because it, they're not compatible. I mean, Bielsa is obviously great and not up there, but I don't think Farkas is there yet. But Farkas has a, a much better squad than what Bielsa had. It just proves this is how Farkas good first Bielsa... season as well. Yeah, yeah. and this it just proves what such. I want to say mediocre, but like. What, the type of squad that Bielsa had 
Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. he had Pablo and Bamford and that, but I don't think he had such a, a good squad as he has now, as Farker has now. You look at obviously, <clears throat> obviously the way that we set up under Farker, it gives um, a lot of players a lot more freedom to kind of do what they not do what they want, but you can see the, the regimented passages of play that Bielsa used to have them playing. Whereas Farkas looks a bit more natural and a bit more fluid, um, mm-hmm. rather than so regimented. And I think you know, Bielsa turned water into wine, didn't he? I mean, he literally took. Well, yeah. We're always going to talk about Bielsa. We're always going to go over these same points, but he took a, a team of very, very average footballers. When we were in the doldrums and we'd been subjected to shite football for so long. And just lifted us out of out of the you know like what the hell is this? That Stoke game is probably the best game I will ever. I'll take it to the grave as probably the best game I'll ever go to, perhaps, <laughs> because it was just like what what am I seeing here? This is mm-hmm. an efficient footballing side who are playing a team that have just been relegated from the Premier League with a dickhead manager that's saying that they, we were going to get pumped. I think it was Rowett at the time, wasn't it, when they, when they were relegated? And I yeah. just thought, what the fuck are we seeing? Whereas we've we've been promoted, we've had an absolute shit time up in the Premier League, and now we've come down and we've got Farker. I just think we just need to enjoy again what we're seeing, because if we do get Premier League, um, it's going to be a bit miserable for a couple of seasons again until we have established ourselves. So I just think it's like yesterday. There were a lot of talking going on around me, and I was getting a bit pissed off by it all. Because rather than singing and clapping and cheering and stuff, there were people having conversations. Yeah. Like actual proper conversations that you can have at a fucking home or something like that. I'm like, this is a fucking football game. Why are you talking about your fucking pet insurance and shit? What are you doing? <laughs> this is a fucking South Stand as well. It's not like, you know, your family stands or frigging West Stand. Where, you know, or bloody... North East Upper. Or North East Upper or whatever. <laughs> South Stand. There's people, you know, we're scoring. There's people flying over. I'm getting booted in head by people that are flying over at top and stuff. And, you know... It, it's just it's just crazy. It's just mental. But hey, you know, I'm just a miserable shit. Um, <laughs> last comment then. Top banana at Bamford was only doing the lead salute. Oh, just like another player that was on the pitch. Oh, yeah. Their captain, yeah. Their captain was seen in 25 <laughs> minutes giving the, uh, yeah. the, the lead salute, wasn't he? The little sneaky devil. I saw it at the time and I was like... Yeah, I, yeah, that, I did that. Did that just like, happen? <laughs> yeah. He like he would can... clean it ball or something. Oh. Wasn't he would like uh, yeah. <laughs> they did it twice. Did it yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? I didn't see that obviously because imagine like, being a Rotherham I mean, fan I... and seeing that. Yeah. Oh, so I, I don't know whether he's he's their chief shit house or if he's. I mean, I think he was getting a bit of stick, and you tend to get a bit of stick when you're there, don't you? Because you yeah. were right on the mm-hmm. touchline. Um, uh, so he might he might have been getting a bit of stick, and it might have been him taking the piss. But if you're a Rotherham fan, you're fuming at that. You yeah. won't be happy, would you? I mean, I remember Preston fans used to kick off when um, when Beckford <laughs> yeah, used Beckford. to come on, and it come on and, on, and score for us. You know, <laughs> 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 like, you can understand because obviously he's an ex-player and stuff like that. But for for Rotherham captain, like it's like you need to fucking watch what you're doing. <laughs> you're gonna make yourself look alright, twat, and you're all you know your team's rock bottom of the frigging championship, and you're there going to Ellen Road giving it big leads. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> Um, so, any any comment on um, Somerville and how well he played and Rutter and how well he's playing? It's just, I mean, it's the same old story in it. Every single podcast that we come on, the same players are getting the nominations for, for obviously, a man of the match. But 
it's just such a joy to watch them in it. They're just so they're just so fluid, and it's just, it's just. I keep banging on that, keep banging this drum about it and stuff like that. But we really do need to enjoy these games because it's not going to be like this next season. <laughs> it's really not, and it's not going to be like this next season, regardless of whether we go up or not. Because if we don't go up, then it's going to be very, very difficult to keep the suitors from the door. Uh, and if we do go up, then obviously the level of opposition is going to significantly change. Um, I think from a, um, a, a perspective of man of the match, uh, I would have gone slightly differently. Uh, I think it's easy to go Somerville. He played really well. He scored two goals. Um, I, I think you're right with him and Ruta playing together. They're enjoying the football. They, and, and Nonto was getting involved in that as well. And, and you know, there were, there were a few passages of play where there'd be 20 passes that were made where Gruev and Kamara were involved in it, but it was mainly the three in front of them that, that were just yeah. pinging it around between each other. And you think, well, this is just really, really good football to watch. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, um, because of the clean sheet, maybe because I were a centre-back when I was playing, uh, and maybe because it, you know, I just love him so much. Um, <laughs> but equally, he got absolutely flattened out on touchline in front of their dugout. Um, uh, and for me, I would have just tipped Rod on for man of the match. Mm. He's absolutely quality, isn't he? Um, Will and Anto got flattened, um, and he should have. We should that should have been the first penalty. To be fair, that's the one I mentioned, yeah, because I think that <clears throat> that started just outside the box. But if a foul continues into the box, it's a penalty. But he yeah. didn't even give yeah, a free yeah. kick. Yeah. He no, gave he nothing. Give it, no, he gave a, he gave a keeper. But Lionel didn't flag either. No, he was useless. Scissored him. He's literally wrapped both legs around his, his foot or his legs and he's yeah. gone into the box like regularly. I mean, per, I thought it was a free kick, but first and foremost, it's a foul. Yeah. Uh, whether it's inside the box or outside the box, it doesn't matter. It was in it. Because when I saw the referee go like that, he, he pointed to the thing. I was like, oh, it's a penalty, get in. No, he gave a bloody goal kick. And I was just, yeah. it's just one of them, mate. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought it was terrible. And then the Jordan Hugel tackle on Rodon were just. In the Prem, I think that's a red, you know. I think they turn it to a red. I thought I said that he was looking at West Ham. When did, when did he move to frigging Rotherham? I, I, how he got a move to while, West Ham in the first know. place, mate. Is he still a West Ham player or is he there permanently? I don't know. Is he on, well, he must be on loan, I'm guessing. But he's I'm not, sure he's featured like twice for West Ham. I mean, he had that good that's season, cool. didn't he, for Preston? And Preston, West yeah, he'd been at Preston yeah, yeah. a while. Um, so, but I think when he were at... Um, West Ham, he was he were really young, wasn't he? I remember a video of him before kickoff introducing himself. Oh, I can't wait. Right I can't wait to see all these bubbles. Twenty twenty, he left West Ham. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, but that, that, yeah, that is what he said. That's the video that I'm on about. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see all these bubbles. But yeah, no, he left. He left West Ham having had three appearances in 2020, um, uh, having been on loan at Middlesbrough and QPR while there. Signed for Norwich. Um, right. Stayed there, mm. went on loan to West Brom and Cardiff, and he's now just a Rotherham player. Just a Rotherham player. I mean, that's that's what what a dickhead I sound like that. He's now a Rotherham player rather than being yeah. on loan at Rotherham. Yeah, but you'd it's think like you'd, the... you'd, to see his trajectory though. It, like I said, you like Danny's doing. You know, it's it, that's a hell of a fall from grace starting it. To say no, it was Norwich so, are a so well. championship side. Preston, he had over hundred appearances at very uh, championship side. Rotherham, all right, maybe they're not going to be a championship side come end of the season because it's looking no. uh, pretty precarious for them. But um, he's a championship player that managed to get a deal somewhere and they quickly shipped him on. So he spent all his time is at it, championship. He's still in championship. 
it's the fact that he's stayed at one club. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's always been loans for half a season. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's he's not. Least yeah, player, yeah, he's what Thank it God. is. <laughs> what did you reckon to uh, Connor Roberts' brief appearance, chaps? Danny, how come to? Uh, I just thought he did well. I think he got involved uh, towards the end, didn't he? Like across, uh, almost got to his man. But other than that, I mean, I thought it, it looks promising for me. He made a big tackle down the right wing, didn't he? Yeah, He's got a yeah, rapturous yeah, yeah. applause. Obviously, we we love a big tackle. Um, Charlie Cresswell coming on, Gilly as well. Hey, I can see <laughs> your face. It's Sunday morning. Hey, hey, he, hey. he was talking about we all love a big earlier, tackle. And we skimmed over that as well. So <laughs> we did. Just, we managed to avoid it. <laughs> let's concentrate, lads. Let's not let it drop now. This is just a continuation um, of Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Danny, <laughs> Danny's the, the Danny, common denominator. He's just filth. He's just a filthy little man from Murfield. And we're just um, dead innocent, and he's just leading oh, us up the garden path. Don't dox me, Smarty. <laughs> don't um, dox me. So I'm talking I, about I, dog mothers early. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I liked, um, um, I liked the debut. I thought he did. I, I, and the point is, don't, don't, don't get anything wrong. Uh, I think Cresswell coming on is the same. You know, he's had a, he's had a, a pretty poor time of it. He's been cast in a pretty negative light. And then we're talking about, you know, that's been put to bed. It's been sorted, so he's got an opportunity. And again, it was that that thing of, come on, keep it tidy. The game's already won unless we choose to shoot ourselves in the foot. So just keep it tidy. Do nothing wrong. No, no major mishaps, and and just get to end the game. And I think that's you know, we said towards the end. It, it's great that Farker made some subs to get people involved at the time he did because the game was done. It was over with as a, a contest. Um, it did make it feel quite a bit like a friendly though. We'd effectively yes. changed half of the outfield. So it did feel like a, a friendly at that point. But it is important to get minutes in them in them players. Yeah, absolutely. And we keep banging on about it, don't we? Saying, how are we going to get these guys any minutes? And this is the perfect situation for them to come in. You know, when we're comfortably in the lead, get some get some minutes in. I mean, Charlie Cresswell came on to a bit of a, a nice big cheer as well. Nice to see him. Um, he, he, it's, it's I didn't like him getting the Bamford chant. That's, that's not right. <laughs> no, you know what it's like it. though. That Bamford, that Bamford chance a bit generic, isn't it? It can be applied to pretty much. But it's ours for him it. though, isn't it? I know, I know. And he'd just gone off. But I tell you it's something actually... though, that Furpo chant is a right earworm in its ace. I was I love just it. literally about to say that. <laughs> I was singing it on the way home. I was singing it when I got home, minus the swear words, obviously, because the children were around. <laughs> we were singing it on Call of Duty uh, last night. I was, yeah, we were, <laughs> yes, giving it the big one. Uh, the, um, the other yeah, players like, what's that? You won the cup in Spain. Where's that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's a junior Furpo? There'll be, lo- there'll be lots of people googling Julia, Junior Furpo. Junior, Julia, 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 Julia Furpo. Julia and Junior. That's the one. I can't find my shoe. I've lost my shoe. Um, and this, Is it this not on his cold? Well, I say shoe. <laughs> I mean, Croc. Oh, no. Uh, no. No, no. Why have you done that? Because. That's why? worse than you having how? to go at the Swifties. He's a Croc-wearing Swifty hater. Listen. How do I leave the stream? I was Is bought it? some fleece-lined Crocs. Because I needed something a bit more durable than my old um, footwear that I wore. 
And so there we are. Um, so yes, I think I'm officially middle-aged now. Uh, but I might say that they are some of the most comfortable things I've ever had on my feet. Absolutely. yourself as a fanny. A revelation, I think. Fleece-wearing fanny. Fleece-wearing. I've even got, right... And this this is this is the this is the one, my mum for my birthday. No, I ain't got a smoking jacket. I don't think I've got quite that level yet. But I've got the little lights that go on the front as well. All right, that's it. I'm out. I'm not associated with this guy, <laughs> this podcast. I'm sorry, Swifties. You know, go for it. I can't. I can't, mate. Yeah, have at him. Have at Take him. Take him down. Cancel Nothing him. more than he deserves. Um, yeah, I don't care. I'm a real man. I've got some Crocs. Um, I don't really have a right lot else to say, chaps. I think we've covered it all. I don't know about you. I don't know if you've got anything else to add. I mean, Bandy's just uh, in the comments here saying um, Roberts will be very lucky to get any starts this season. I think there's a lot of football still to be played. And I think if you look at the midfield, which is where uh, we would see Roberts coming in with Archie moving forward, um, there's a lot of minutes to be played in there. And I think that um, it's likely that between now and the end of the season, we're not going to be able to field the same eleven on a consistent basis. Plus, there's the cup to consider. Um, you know, the, the players, maybe not maybe not Roberts because he's not he, he can't have earned it because he wasn't with us, but those players that have not featured heavily in the league games have kind of earned an opportunity to play in the cup because that's yeah. th- those are the players that have been involved in that. So, um, wh- whether it'll be any, I, I, I think he'll get some. Um, it might be a lower number. But um, it's important that we brought somebody in as that cover anyway. I mean, I know we don't like to obviously swap and change and stuff, but we have got a very congested fixture list at the minute. We've got Swansea on Tuesday. The following Saturday, it's Plymouth, both away. Leicester at home on the Friday, then Chelsea away on the Wednesday, and then we're over just, just a short trip over to Huddersfield on the following Saturday. That's a lot of games in a short period of time, so you would expect to see... Um, these players making more of an impact anyway from the bench. We'll have a choice. There will be, there will be some tired, tired legs out there. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna flick through a few of these um, comments again because I have some friends in the comments. Podcast um, oh, friends. I, I do. We've got uh, OKB Fleece Line Smarty. No croc slander from Dodo. He says uh, they're top-notch house shoes, but don't wear them to the shops because that just means you're a tit. I agree. I would never be seen dead outside in them. To be fair, so um, I would say that that goes for dressing gowns as well because dressing gowns are elite, but you don't go out in them. I'd have never, ever, ever worn a dressing gown in my life. <gasps> That's your problem, you see. I thought you were what? all right, but that that we've got we've got to it. We've got to the crux of the problem. You need a dressing gown. If you're cold, put your dressing like, gown on. If you want to be comfortable, like, put your dressing gown. If you if you're depressed yeah. or sad, dressing gown. It's just perfect. It if you're makes depressed all your problems or sad. go away. Yeah, it's like it's like woolly armor. You've already it's got like your you You've got a dressing gown as well. Do you guys wear pajamas for beds? <laughs> no, don't wear anything. You don't wear pajamas. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would why would you have why would you be a, a dressing gown sporting? It's not like, a for bed though, and it's not, not having bed. pajamas. I don't understand. No, See, it's not, it's not to do content. with bed. This is the real content we all want, right? What type of, <laughs> like, what, what do I you mean? wear to bed? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have two pillows? Do you have three? This is the content we all want to know, Smarty. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I remembered it was Sunday morning. No, this uh, is a real so revelation. I'm not, I'm not Friday I, night. I don't wear anything. I need to, I need to get you Friday a dressing night. gown. I don't need a dressing gown. You do. 
Everybody I'm, needs I'm dressing gown in their life. That, no one, not everyone wears dressing gowns. Fucking hell. I wear my chuffing no, underpants to bed, and that's it. I wear my shorts around house. No, it's, it's not to do nice with... Friend. Why do you keep talking about bed? It's, it's not to front. do with bed. I was talking about pyjamas. But you wear a dressing gown before. What do you do? Like, fucking... You put your when dressing you gown outside. on when you get out of you bed, put, and you take it off when you go to bed. Sure. Down, I, I come home from work, and I put my dressing gown on. It's like <laughs> That's a, a sad life. Home. That's a sad no, life. See what you do? You put your, you You're put not your dressing like gown Jewsbury's on. Hugh Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> you put your dressing gown on, you get your bubble pipe, you put your... Or your fleece line Crocs. Bubble pipe. One of, one of them. You get your bubble pipe, you pick up one of your mahogany leather-bound books, and you read... Bye bye, black sheep, and that's that's how your night oh, goes. Yeah, it's another one. I thought frigging Chilino here would have a frigging dressing gown, of course. If even Carl knows, you, you know you're letting yourself down to my Crocs and socks. Andy, I'm not a virgin, Crocs and socks. so there won't be any <laughs> he sock wear. He must be going. German. Is Andy German? <laughs> would that not be socks and sliders? Or, or what, what's them really awful, socks awful things with, with, with the um, with the actual sandals. straps around them? What are they called? Sand, yeah, the sandal Jesus, ones. But Jesus they've got a proper oh, name, aren't they? Oh, my God, no, no, no. They've got a proper name, aren't they? I can't think what they're called now. But anyway, shit. yeah, just get shit. Sandals shit, can German just shit shoes. This is not a shit shoe podcast, by the way. Or a dressing gown podcast. <laughs> well, it is. You brought Crocs up. I did, and it's my fault. We've digressed massively, as we always do. Um, you know, yes. Yeah, so we've turned a, a Leeds pod. In, oh, oh God, what's Dodo done, done now? Chaos. He's left me a treat on Twitter. I'm very much looking forward to seeing that when we've ended the show. Can't wait for this. Um, wait for to it. everyone else, thank you to everyone in the comments for interacting with us this morning. Sometimes it can be a little bit hard um, getting up and at it first thing on a Sunday. Steady. <laughs> Steady. Stop hey, it. you put hey, you rack hey, them up. We'll knock them out of the park. It's Sunday morning. Eh? It's not allowed. Save it for next time. We'll get you on again. <laughs> Save it for your podcast. Your podcast is filthy. It is. Um, it is. It, dirty. Oh, that's <laughs> dirty. the word. That's the word I'll try to think of. Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. Not getting the bin. Oh, they they're look like sliders. Cornish pasties that are on your feet. Them. They look daft. <laughs> I'm sure they're really comfortable. To be fair, I'm sure Birkenstocks, they do look comfortable. But Yeah, well, I'm sure Crocs are, but you'll never find them on my feet. I'd need half a cow to get them on my feet. My feet are massive. <laughs> they look just... People with big feet, right? Stu... Like, nice shoes hang on, on big, hang like, on, big feet hang look on. stupid. Is this who I think it is? <laughs> no, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Look no? at the face. Is, is that look at his face. It might be. <laughs> it might be. I do have I do have a work <laughs> pair of Crocs. <laughs> it's all I think this, wait, I it's think all this might be Smarty's missus. <laughs> wait, no, it is that is my missus. I have a pair of Crocs because because everyone knows that I go down to the caravan on a on a you know. But I've got a caravan in North Wales. Keys in Poland, I, I, I do have to do a little bit of garden here, there, and everywhere. I do have an old pair that I'd wear to do shit like that. How there. long? Yeah. How long is it? Until you have a bit a south stand pair. <laughs> I tell you what, if, if Leeds, I tell you a what, right? If Leeds pair. United brought out a pair of chuffing Leeds Crocs, I'd buy them. I wouldn't give a shit. And I'd even get the little little thingy, majiggy thingy, whatever they're called, that you stick on them as well. Leeds badge, stick it on there. Bosh. Bit of Lucas the top cat. And wow. You top see cat everyone in a two mile radius just leave you. I reckon they'd sell. I reckon they'd sell. Absolutely, a pair of Leeds Crocs. White. This should split the fan base. Like blue, blue and this, yellow this, stripes this going the, over them. You're right. No, this has split the fan base, and it, and and it, it's just it's just wrong. It's wrong. I'm, I'm I know where I am on this. 
I'm going to put a poll out after this. I'm going to see where we all stand. I've, I'm not. I'm not standing for this, my Leeds dressing oh, gowns. Hang on, they do Leeds yeah. dressing gowns. They do. They? That's why they're there. <laughs> yeah, they do them ho- hoodie hoodies as well. Do they? Oh, they're yes. Good. Leeds ho- hoodie. I'm sure. I'm sure. Leeds. In that, in that band? Is it hoodie or hoodie? I don't. I don't know. Hoodies. So well, well I think hoodie might be a brand. Is it like a jacuzzi or a whirlpool? It, it's basically Leeds as version of them, but you look like Pac-Man. They're massive. They're like these fucking. Thi- they're like it's practically like wearing a quilt. A strong <laughs> yeah. wind, and you're absolutely knackered. <laughs> Like Would your squirrel. Leeds Crocs be fleece-lined? Now, that is the question. I'm sorry to everyone who's watching this. Obviously, we've massively gone off topic here. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about bloody... You're, you're dressing gown nonsense. You brought anyway. it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've no more Crocs slander. Anyway. You drop the end bomb like that. Thank you to, to Matthew and to Daniel this morning for joining me on. Hang on it's a minute. A you can't drop the end bomb like croc-cast. that. Croccast. Croc he calls cast. himself that in our introduction. Yes, I do. That's because I was playing <laughs> I around mean, with the green screen behind me. And it didn't work. You dressing gown wearers. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't carry any weight from a croc wearer, does he? Sordid heathens, you That's are. That's true, yeah. They are the lowest of the food chain. No, absolutely not. They are elite, <laughs> and you're only a proper bloke if you've got a pair of Crocs, and I will have no other words said against them. There were no more slander for Crocs. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us this morning. It's been a, a right laugh, as they say. Uh, please like and subscribe to our channel for more Croc and dressing gown discussions. You know, what else do you want on a Sunday morning? Um, thank you again. We will see you on Tuesday for the main podcast. Or is it Wednesday? Actually, we've got a Tuesday game, haven't we? Yeah. So it'll be Wednesday, Wednesday won't it? I think it's Gilly, Carl and Jay on for the main pod. But oh, thank you very much for joining us. Cool. And we will see you through the week. And I've see you, pals. To get the outro. See you, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. 
Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.